Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Building Years, everybody. This is Jeremiah Watkins. This is Justin Alexio. What the fuck is going on? Wow, right out I'm of the gate. I'm having a good day because we got a good guest. Yeah, good day, good guest. It's that I did Friday, that. so we have a guest on the show. Uh, please welcome uh, our friend, uh, actress. Please welcome uh, Miranda DeMeo to Ooh. the program. Hello, everyone. How What's up? are you? I'm just great. How are you guys? We're doing great. Uh, I just found out right before this podcast started that you are Rick Glassman's cousin. I am. I am. It's a very small world. That's crazy. We are, in fact, cousins. And we booked Miranda without even knowing that. I know. It was like meant to be. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) So your family must love the arts then. Rick's dad was all about him. Yeah. Being a comedian. Yeah. And my, um, my dad was a screenwriter and producer growing up, and he did a lot of shows in the 80s and 90s so I kind of grew up with entertainment kind of just in my blood like it's kind of had tunnel vision since the day I was born it's Mm -hmm. all I ever wanted to do and um, yeah I guess my family is pretty creative as a whole which I am very thankful for because my parents have always been very supportive you know of what I want to do and have never been one of those people to ask me you know when I'm getting a real job which you know yeah it's good because I know a lot of friends don't Uh, have supportive parents yeah that's super helpful whenever you have (laughs) parents that are like yes we believe in you we did weird creative stuff too exactly your age exactly my dad's always like when I was your age I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor doing whatever (laughs) I had to do eating like one dollar tacos so you just do whatever (laughs) you have to do and I'm like great (laughs) one dollar tacos I don't know like the enchiladas from a vending machine I don't know he (laughs) tells me all the creepy stuff he would eat when he was broke so you know what What's what's some of the weirdest stuff that you've had to eat? Me personally, yeah. yeah while you've been <laughs> down on your luck, <laughs> I don't. I'm, I mean, like, did I, you ever go through like the like ra- like ramen noodle cycle? No, I was always very healthy. Mm. Yeah, like, I will like that. go broke buying fruit then rather than like eat gross food. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's However, like, there, there was a phase where I didn't want to spend money on groceries and I found an old Pinkberry gift card of mine. <laughs> so I like used that for a couple meals <laughs> during my day because <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, might as well. That was a pretty low point. Yeah. But, you, you know, know whatever. See, it's fine. Justin, you eat. Would you say you like in your down times, you've eaten pretty bad food? Uh, or would you lean more towards Miranda's where you're like, uh, I try to eat healthier. I try and eat healthier because I did eat bad food, but then I got depressed and I was like, and then I read a journal on it and I was like, oh, I'm just going to eat healthy because that's what. Yeah. Food is a lot about, you know, it, it really does contribute to your health and I mean, yeah. obviously your health, but your happiness as well. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I've eaten like some of the worst he food. <laughs> bags here, like, of burritos. I, like, yeah. God. He's like, this bag I can't of Cheetos do it. is a dollar. <laughs> well, I think cause <laughs> when I was growing up, like we were so healthy. My mom never bought us. Like I remember if I ever got a fruit roll up or like Gushers or any of that gross oh, food, yeah. it was like the best day ever. I was never allowed any of that stuff growing up. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-mm. See, I was like, I got brought up on that <laughs> food. So like it was just like. Like, w- friends would come over to my house on the weekends for sleepovers or whatever, and they'd be like, your mom has the best Oh, my God. No, ours was always, like, really awkward, like, dried apricots <laughs> and, like, organic off-brand Cheerios that had were, like, even healthier than normal Cheerios. Yeah. Like, it was not a fun snack house growing up. Oh. <laughs> that is for sure. Sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, wait, what part of town did you grow up in? 
I actually grew up in this area in West Hollywood. WeHo. So yeah, kind of grown up my whole life in this little WeHo bubble. What was your high school that you went to? Close to around here? Um, I went to a school called Wildwood. It was in West LA, like on Olympic and Bundy. It was very artsy, very Wildwood. It was so artsy. We didn't get letter grades. We called our teachers by their first name. <laughs> it was very yeah. yeah. It was very like express yourself. Like it looked like a warehouse. Um, it, it was very LA, very That's LA. So funny. But Neil, it, I have a question. <laughs> no, literally though, that's what it was. My yeah. first le- letter grade I ever got was my first year of college. I was like, what's this? But it was still a cool education. I definitely. Now, what was that letter grade? It was an A. I got stri- I was Ooh, very shit. obsessive about my grades growing up. That's good. Even though I knew that I wanted to graduate and do this, like I remember in college, the first B I got, I called my mom and cried. <laughs> and I don't know why. It didn't matter. B is clearly. above average. I, I know. And it's not like I was planning on going to grad school or law school. It was just for my own self. I like needed the A's. Yeah. Do, what, what did you study in college? Like, where'd you go? I went to Berkeley. Okay. Um, and I studied. Smart girl. I know, very smart. But now I work at a restaurant, so it's really come full <laughs> circle. <laughs> I think about that sometimes when I'm wiping <laughs> menus. I'm like, I graduated with straight A's from Berkeley, but, you know, it's a choice I made. Um, I did like a media studies sort of major. It was okay. like part. Isn't Berkeley like very hippie as well? It is, but funny enough, now it's very geared towards science and academics. And a lot of my friends were doing, you know, pre med and pre law and poli sci and engineering and coming from a very artsy high school where all we wanted to do was like you know draw with chalk on the street i went to berkeley and all of a sudden everyone's like you want to do a theater major like i was looked at like i was an alien (laughs) so it was a very weird (laughs) transition to make because everyone was like what what are you gonna do with that be smart like us yeah they were like well why don't you just go get an engineering degree like all of us so it was interesting did you have did you ever have any temptation to just go that route where you're like well i have good grades I like I could probably qualify for a lot of these other majors. Did you ever think about doing that? You know, I wanted to and there are times when I really wish I want to do something more practical. Mm-hmm. But I just knew my entire life like I, I knew I wouldn't be happy doing anything else. Um, and sometimes I'd be like, God, Miranda, why can't you just want to do like A, B and C? It'd be so much more practical and, you know, secure and you have the grades to do it. But I just know that I wouldn't be happy. Yeah. So it's kind of a realization I had. Girl, to you make. know yourself. <laughs> I do know myself. You know. <laughs> so wait, so since so you grew up in LA, does any of your friends like still around like doing nothing? Because like I whenever <laughs> I go back to my hometown, it's like oh, oh dude, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, Steve's still working at Petco. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm trying to think. Most of my friends who grew up in LA, some of them have moved away, but a lot of them are still kind of figuring it out, trying to do entertainment stuff. Cause I feel like if you grew up in LA, there's such a huge prevalence of in the entertainment industry and it's kind of I feel like you get drawn into it a mm-hmm. lot of the time you know so most of my friends who grew up here are still kind of half of them are still kind of trying to figure it out okay yeah I met some uh some people after a show recently that were I asked them where they were from they were from LA mm-hmm. and they were like actually mad about how many people come from other states <laughs> to move they're like there's no parking and it's all because of people yeah <laughs> We're coming in from other states. We're born here in LA. Now we've had to move to the valley just to, <laughs> right. to get parking in other places. Seriously, it's like a mass exodus. It's just becoming too concentrated. Yeah. Do you ever get frustrated whenever you're like, oh, there's always new people coming in? I mean, I don't think so because, you know, if I wasn't born here, I, you know. Yeah, you would have come out here. Exactly. Anyway. I was lucky enough to have been born here. And I think it does give me an edge just because I have family here. I have roots here. I kind of grow up, grew up knowing about the industry so I kind of feel like I didn't have to go through that 
scary phase of moving out here and not knowing anyone and having to start from scratch, which so many people have to do. So I kind of see it as an advantage and, yeah. you know. Did home you field do, advantage. Did you exactly. do, like, the childhood acting thing at all? I like, really, yeah. really wanted to. And mm-hmm. I, at the time, I didn't understand, but my parents were very adamant about, like, even though they were supportive, they were like, you grow up, you get your degree, and then you can do whatever the hell you want. Right. We don't want that messing with <laughs> your psyche right. and all that stuff. Right. And I, oh my God, from the time I was in grade school, I was like, I just want to leave school and get an agent. You guys are so mean. Like, I would, <laughs> I was such a brat about it. I like wanted to be like an Olsen twin. Were you, know? you just like jealous of your friends that are like acting and doing all that stuff? Or did you have childhood um, friends that did that? Not so much in my school, but I did do acting classes growing up. And, you know, I had a lot of friends who, from those acting classes. Um, have you guys heard of the Oaks apartment buildings? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's where all, like, the families moved to, the child yeah. stars. And I had so many friends that were, like, you know, living in there and trying to make it when they were, like, 10, 11, 12 years old. And I was so jealous they could, like, go to auditions and stuff. <laughs> but now I realize why my parents, you know, were a little bit more resistant. Because it is nice to have, an, you know, normal childhood and get the education. But sometimes I wonder... Right. Like if I had started when Could I was eight, I all hopped off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. would I be now? They always what if, like what if I would have stuck with that one thing? Like my my one thing is uh is I used to play soccer all the time, uh-huh. and whenever I used to like actually start being good, like uh, premier soccer, uh, oh whenever I was God. younger, <laughs> my team started traveling and stuff, and then my dad's like, nope, it's costing too much money. You're <laughs> well, done, and you're playing on Sundays. So um, I'm always like. Could I have gone to the major league? Would you have been the next David Beckham? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, there's always that. It's <laughs> always that thing. What, so what was your transition like from after Berkeley to basically acting, like moving back to L.A. Yeah. Uh, from Northern California to here? Uh, did you hit the ground running or was it kind of like a slow process? It, it was slow in the sense that I, even though I knew... Th- it's what I wanted to do. I didn't know a lot of the practicalities of it. Like yeah. I didn't know how hard it was to get an agent or all the you know different websites you have to be on or all the multitude of acting classes you have to choose from. Like, you know, because it, it, it's you kind of get blindsided by everything. Mm-hmm. But the good part is, you know, for the first year I'm I moved I lived with my parents. So I kind of didn't have how to worry. How is that? Can I got, yeah, w- was living in college and then, yeah, it, moving it was, back home. Was it hard? It was a transition because yeah. every time I'd leave the house, my mom would be like, when are you coming home? And I was oh, like, God. I don't know. I'm 22 <laughs> years old. I've just lived for the past four years by myself. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Could you ever, like, bring boys around? That's what I always wondered. Because you're an adult. It's like having an agreement with yeah. your mom or dad. Like, hey, yeah, this is Derek. He's cool. <laughs> No, no. Fortunately or unfortunately, that, that never happened. But it was definitely a transition. And after after about a year or so, I was like, okay, I need to move out. This was great for, you know, lots of reasons, but then it was time to kind of be a real person. Branch out. Yeah. Live your own life. Mm-hmm. How long did it take from, okay, so you moved back from Berkeley to LA, you're looking for an agent and all that stuff. How long did it take for you to actually get an agent and start going on auditions and stuff like that. Funny enough, I'm still kind of in that process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just... It's the building years, baby. Yeah, seriously. I know, that's, that's what it this podcast is. is all about. It's like, we're, we're talking to people who we, you know, we think uh, are going to do some good stuff uh, eventually or currently or someday. And we kind of want to see what where their headspace is at now. So you can listen to this podcast later and be like, oh, those were the struggling times. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I really hope that I can look back and be like, these were the struggling times. <laughs> <laughs> because it's hard. You know, what I've found is that 
it's really a catch 22. Like I've had meetings with agents and managers and they kind of look at my resume and they're like, Oh, you know, I can see a lot of potential, but you're just really green. So come back when you have three co-star credits or TV credits. And it's like, how the hell am I going to get credits if I don't have someone helping me get the auditions? Yeah. So it's kind of like a vicious cycle. Absolutely. Um, which is something that I had to learn the hard way over the past few years. But How many nights have you spent crying? I would say I've probably. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, there have been many where I've just been, you know, you have those breakdowns where you're like, what am I doing? Like, why doesn't anyone believe in me? But you know. I, I think I counted one time. I was like, I've cried, I think, 20 times in oh, yeah. the years I've been here. That's a lot. Think about it. About just like LA and the industry? And just everything? like, yeah, just like a bad, oh, this, I'm in front of ICM. Oh, fuck, I fucked up this show. <laughs> Like that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we all have to have that sometimes, you know, those those breakdowns. Because sometimes I think we bottle things up and you're like, I'm fine, I'm fine, what, I'm fine. What's your crying place? Mine's in the closet next to my <laughs> shoes. It's dark. The light doesn't. When I cry, the light hurts my eyes for some reason. Oh so I always go in the closet. <laughs> Mine is either in the shower. <laughs> so no, nobody can, nobody can tell you're <laughs> crying in the shower. So sad. <laughs> that's, my, that's what my sister said. I told her that. She's like, that's the saddest thing. Oh, I've my God, it is. <laughs> And then uh, uh, I've cried uh, driving a couple times. <laughs> just I can't leaving do. the comedy store <laughs> <laughs> super late at night. Just like, oh, is this ever gonna happen? Dude, there's I, so- yeah. yeah, it's kind of distracting to cry when you're driving though. Sometimes that happens to me too. And I'm like, oh, can't see the road. Yeah, like you know. And yeah. then I wait till I get home to fully let it out. There's been some times I just look to the Hollywood sign and just start to tear up. I'm like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, all right, so let's get out of uh, this. This all dark the times place. that we've cried. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but um, okay. So before you came over, Miranda. Yes. Justin and I were we doing some a little research. research on you. Oh god! You probably, what do you, there's nothing to even find. I oh don't think. no, there is. <laughs> oh, there is. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about it right oh, now. Oh gosh! Well, uh, you were on a show, a little show called uh, America's Most. Oh Honored. yeah. It was super classy. <laughs> Very classy. We watched uh, we watched uh, your clip from that. Uh, please tell us <laughs> the process <laughs> of getting on that show and then actually shooting that show. What that was like. It was how, first. How did you, what was uh, the audition process like for for that show? Honestly, it was something I just found on my own, like on Actors Access, because it's tech. No, it is a union show, but it's low budget. Yeah. And so I just found it on my own and auditioned. And mostly, they're looking for someone. Who I mean, I'd like to think it was because of my acting, but like I don't think like Oscar-winning performances are like the number one priority for them. <laughs> just yeah. like judging the rest of it, I think it's more like, can you semi look like the real person we're trying to portray, and can you semi oh, yeah, say your yeah, lines? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was funny because, you know, I'm not Hispanic, but I a lot of times I submit myself for Hispanic because I can play it, and so it was like this kind of like you know Latina woman who was like two-timing her boyfriend <laughs> and then her boyfriend kills the guy that she's cheating on him with but it was funny because it was my first like you know actual thing that I booked and it yeah. was like this I don't know I it was it was interesting but it was I'm really happy that I was on it but you could tell it was sort of a slightly low budget thing you know <laughs> what I mean it was like I had to like bring in my own clothes and stuff <laughs> and like so that's you had to bring in your own clothes yeah. Well, some of it, some of it. I would think they got, they've been a show for so long. I think they'd have money. Well, they they had like I, my hair and makeup was done by then, and they had some clothes. Like they made me wear this really these really terrible outfits, like really short shorts with like high heels and like stuff I would never wear. <laughs> and I was like, okay, just gotta look past it. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was fun. It was just funny because it's like 
it's such a kind of cheesy melodramatic you know people look like, oh you're on america's most wanted <laughs> like what did you do we thought it was a movie at first yeah it was such a long reenactment because it was like a long like long scene it, it is like good for reels and stuff like you know that. what it ended up getting a lot of good material out of it because yeah. yeah it was long scenes it was dramatic and it was shot you know pretty well it looked like a, an independent movie like yeah. that's what it looked like yeah, well, I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, as much as I made fun of it, I'm really happy that I got the credit from it. And I got the footage from it. But just kind of seeing it all together. And now there's so many reenactment shows yeah, on TV. I was just telling Justin uh, <laughs> before the podcast, I just auditioned a couple times for this uh, this show called, uh, I think it's called Snapped or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, kid, or no, it's called Killer Kids. That's what <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, I've seen that <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Uh, I auditioned a couple times for that, and uh, I was like, the uh, the second time I went, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get this one. Yeah, I didn't get that. <laughs> that yeah. One. Oh my god. Yeah. There's so much. There's my favorite one that I see on the breakdowns all the time is Sex Sent Me to the ER. I don't know if you guys oh, have seen yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's just like the things that they come up with or like tattoo nightmares I've auditioned for a bunch of times. Yep. It's just reenactments of people getting bad tattoos. It's just like, <laughs> it's why? Like, who watches this? Yeah. Dude, and then I talk to my mom. Like, I'll tell my mom every once in a while stuff I'm auditioning for. And I'll get like, every once in a while, I'll get some good ones that are like, uh, like maybe a sitcom here and there. And she'll have no idea. And then, like I said, that I was auditioning for Killer Kids. She's like, I watch that show oh all the time. <laughs> I was like, really? She's like, yes, that and Snapped are my favorite. Oh, my <laughs> Some God. of my favorite shows. I was like, okay. That is so funny. Yeah, one of my best friends growing up, um, her and her mom always watch all of those shows. They're all on Investigation Discovery. Yeah. And they literally sit there and watch every single one. So whenever I have an audition for one of those, I tell them because they're like the only ones that appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. What are these tattoos on your forearms? Oh, they're kind of faded. They're called flash tattoos. Apparently, it's like the new thing all the kids are doing. Um, they're like metallic temporary tattoos. But so the, the funny thing is I got them at a bat mitzvah. Oh. <laughs> so I was sitting with like all the 13-year-olds being like, excuse me, can I have some? But yeah. Have you been to a lot of... Uh, what do do females get <laughs> you say? Have you been to a lot of bat mitzvahs? Yeah, I, I actually have, by like, the way. You know, I don't know. How <laughs> creepy will that you sound? Like, <laughs> yeah, you a big party girl? You've been to a lot of bat mitzvahs? You know... <laughs> I, I have actually, especially growing up in LA. Do wait, is there a female equivalent of a bar mitzvah? That is, yeah, that's a that, bot. bot. Bar is boy. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I just got educated. Yeah. No. So bot mitzvah and bar mitzvah. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, that's cool. Look, guys, I just learned something. You just today. Learned I never about learned something on the podcast. <laughs> I went to my first uh, Shabbat uh, oh. a little while ago. Nice. And it was funny. Uh, my uh, my my buddy, his his parents are very. Very Jewish, like traditionally and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, he, <laughs> he he looked at me like he was asking me. I'm from the Midwest, and he was asking me like uh, like what kind of schooling and like if I went to church and all that stuff there. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Can you believe that some people believe in God?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like eating dinner. I was like, "Uh, yeah." That's I mean, so I mean yeah, so, yeah. Some people, <laughs> some people definitely believe in God. That is very awkward. But the Shabbat was lovely. What did you have challah? Uh, oh, I don't know. It's I, the bread, the challah bread. It's yes. really good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. is the best. It it's was like, so good. I kept tearing pieces mm-hmm. off, and I was like, "Am I looking gluttonous?" No, <laughs> I no. It, it's amazing. My grandma makes French toast with challah bread. Should oh. ask Rick about that next time he comes on. I'll be like, "Yo, Rick, that yeah. challah bread though. It's <laughs> so good." So you're not a cook, girl. You know, get down in the kitchen. Uh, not really. Oh. 
I'm so <laughs> so guys, rude. I mean, is, really. I thought I sounded. It's always down. Jeremiah. <laughs> I got it. He does the announcement. I'm so sorry. So wait, you said you can cook or? Um, to be honest, I I haven't really tried. I I probably could follow a recipe if I really wanted to, and I have in the past, but I don't have like an overwhelming desire to. Uh, my mom, bless her heart, cannot cook to save her life. Mm. Um, it always ends up in a fire alarm going off or something exploding on the ceiling or like something <laughs> coming out of the oven that's unrecognizable. So, so I just never. When your mom would cook something that didn't taste good, would you pretend like you liked it? Because that's what I always did. Yeah. Yeah. Or, but a lot of times she knew. She'd be like, well, it didn't come out the way that it should. And it smells kind of like this. And I have to <laughs> scrape something off the ceiling. But... <laughs> So she didn't try that often just because it always ended in disaster. Oh, moms. I know. Wait, did you do anything wild for Halloween? Because I feel like L.A. people would know how to get down on Halloween. You know, I was going to go to the West Hollywood Street Carnival because mm-hmm. that's what I've done the past couple of years. But it was raining and I was just like, I don't know if I want to deal with that this year. Just with the throngs of people in the rain. So I actually just ended up going to, um, have you guys been to Harvard and Stone? Yeah. Yeah. I like that place a lot. You just partied there. Mm-hmm. So, are you in the phase of your life where, like, you're you're wearing like skimpy costumes? You getting out of that phase? What phase oh, are you in? Let's just say I'm in the phase where I wore overalls this year, <laughs> and it was the best <laughs> choice of my life. You're warm. I was warm. I was comfortable. Yeah. There was pockets. It was like such a great choice. I was like, I'm over wearing the skimpy outfits because um, my friend and I were Mario and Luigi. Oh, perfect. It was perfect. So now, I wore the hat and the overall. Which one would you, were you, Luigi or Mario? Let me tell you. So Luigi, I know, is traditionally the taller one. Right. And my friend who I was with is this really little girl. She's like five feet tall. And I was like, listen, I look better in red. So I'd really like to be Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and she was so nice. She's like, fine, cool. I'll be Luigi. So we just switched it up a little bit. Well, that's good. It's yeah. good for fashion. It is. Now, since you're from Los Angeles, whenever I have people basically that come see me, mm-hmm. I sometimes don't know where to take them or anything. Do you have that same issue? Yeah, Justin? I'm like, they're Because like, I only know like the comedy clubs and the beaches. That's yeah. like the two things that I kind of know. Well, like where, whenever people come visit you from out of state, do you have any secret spots or anything that you like to you take? Know, Give us that lowdown. I mean, I honestly, I usually take them to all the tourist attractions, like, you know, Hollywood Boulevard, the Chinese Theater. Mm-hmm. Um stuff like that. And then it depends who they are. If they're like girlfriends or females, I take them to like my favorite places to go shopping. Like, you know, the Grove, I think is really pretty, you know, for, for I always tourists. feel so weird at the Grove. So I'm just like, this it's place kind of like is Disneyland. so fake. Yeah. yeah. It's like, doesn't feel real. I'm like, I don't have the money for here. Like well, at it's all. kind of just like the experience of walking around outside and like, it's super cheesy, but the farmer's market, I think is really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. For tourists to go to, cause there's no place really like that anywhere else. Um, and I usually take them to all like the really LA like cafes, like Earth Cafe and Toast and Jones, just so they get the feeling of like this place was on Entourage. It, it, no, literally though, <laughs> that's yes, yeah. that's exactly what I say. But like, you want to go to the place they always shoot on Entourage, or yeah. they want to go to the hills at this place all the time. Did you feel like Entourage was a good representation of of uh, now that you've been in the entertainment industry a little bit and you're from LA? Do you think that it was somewhat? I weirdly enough, I think that it there is a lot of truth in it mm-hmm. with just like the things that they would say and what they would go through. My one problem is that everything happens to him so easily, like yeah. so easily. <laughs> He'll just like be so lazy and fuck around and like not like you know, but then just everything will just fall into his lap. 
Yeah. That's the one thing. I'm like, nothing ever works out like that. Yeah. <laughs> it would it would have been for on for many more seasons and there'd just be episodes of him waiting for auditions. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. He's like, like, maybe I should send some postcards or something. <laughs> right, literally. <laughs> I should do a casting workshop. <laughs> yeah. Because my career's not going great right now. <laughs> Literally, yeah. So that was the one thing. I was we like, sh- we should make a web series of the real. <laughs> yeah, the real. <laughs> everyone would just be, this is depressing. Yeah, this is so, like, yeah, we just cut to me crying in the shower yeah. and you guys <laughs> driving down the road crying. Crying. And, and, yeah. and it's also like all my friends that, you know, when they get TV shows, they're not living in, they're not buying houses. They're like getting a one bedroom apartment finally. Right. Or, or they're like finally upgrading <laughs> their like car to like a Honda or something, not like getting like a Hummer. <laughs> yeah, this episode of Entourage is called School Loans. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> He's like, I finally booked, booked something. Oh, I can pay off these school loans a little bit. Right. I know. It's very, it's not half as glamorous as all that. Oh, my God. All right. So we're getting to the end of the podcast. It's time for the Hollywood Bitch Slap. Watcha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to make an effect for that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we briefed you before. You got a yes. Hollywood Bitch Slap story for us? I do, actually. So... I am very proud of my comedic voices. There's one that I love to do, like the stupid ballet girl. Her name is Cricket. Can you do it for us right now? She kind of sounds like this, like kind of like Kim Kardashian, but kind of just like a sweet, dumb girl that's trying really hard in the world. (laughs) And I would do that voice for my acting teachers and my like groundlings teachers and my friends. And I, I would say it was a pretty big hit just because it was fairly easy and I could say funny things. And I remember I was at this workshop where I was doing a scene where the girl was really stupid and I did that voice and I was like pretty confident I was like she's gonna think this is so funny and after she just looked at me and she was like why would you do that voice I was like oh she's like you sound like an idiot no one would ever want to put that on a tv show I have no idea why you brought that in today and I was just like oh Oh, it was like one of those moments where I was like, has my whole world come crashing down? Like, is it something I think is so funny that this one professional like has torn me down for? Jesus, he's trying to defend it. That's what I was trying to do. I tried to be like, well, here's what I was trying to do. Right. I was like, well, I thought the character would be an interesting choice. And she was like, no, no one would ever want that on TV. Good grief. I was just like, I'm going to show you wrong one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I think it's a mistake whenever anybody makes something that black and white where it's yeah. like, that, this will never happen. It's like, you better be careful <laughs> with say, saying things that like in cement, like right. this, this is, this is good and there's no other way to do it. Or this is terrible and this will never have a uh, promise on TV or whatever. Right. Because it's so subjective too. Like something that I find very funny, someone else could find terrible. And it really depends on like so many different factors, you know? Yeah. It's hard to just say this will never work. Girl, you got to love yourself. Yeah. Look at me. I'm teaching. I got, I learned something and I'm teaching today. <laughs> uh, so you did a little bit of uh, Groundlings stuff? I did. Mm-hmm. Well, how, how was your experience there? I loved the Groundlings. I started, well, I started doing improv when I was um, like a teen, like very young, 12, 13. I did Second mm-hmm. City for a long time. And then I did Groundlings. Um, I, I just love it. I love improv so much. Um, I love the grounding specifically because I do a lot of character work. Yeah. And I think those crazy characters are so much fun. So I, I really do love it. And I love going to the shows. I, I do love UCB shows as well. I haven't taken any classes there yet. That's my next hurdle. Nice. Where are you at in the Groundlings program? Um, so there's five levels. Mm-hmm. There's um, basic, intermediate, advanced improv. And then the last two are the writing labs. And those two are like the really hard ones to pass. And a lot of people just end up leaving or getting 
yeah, failing yeah. or whatever. So I'm up to the advanced improv level. Nice. So the third, yeah. So cool. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, best of luck with that. Thank uh, you. Now is a good time to plug anything like social media wise or anything. Yeah, Twitter. Like, that. like a website, you got Twitter, a website. Facebook, if you want people to try to reach out to you. Um, yeah, I have a Twitter. It's just at Miranda underscore DeMeo. It's D E M E O. If you want to follow me there. Um, yeah, I don't know. At the moment, I have, I have no upcoming stuff. I do like sporadically, my friends and I will do Funny or Die videos and sketches and web stuff so if i ever have that i'll definitely put it on my twitter so oh, cool. follow so, me there so yeah people can search for your name on funnier die and look up that kind of stuff yeah awesome well miranda thank you so much for coming by the building you years thank you for having me absolutely and, rate uh, your experience one to ten 11.5 oh shit so yeah improv skills right there <laughs> thanks nice. miranda thanks